Ignition. You are now listening to Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans' plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Presented by Trap Sense 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Follow us on SoundCloud and all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yes! How, how do we do this again, man? How, what what uh, happens right now? Yo! Hey, what's going on? Uh, uh, yeah. Hi. What? Huh? Hi, hi. Uh, how's it going? Um, uh, yeah. yeah. This is Chat Chat Alley You. I am Mikey Charlie alongside Illicit. That is me if you can't believe it. That's right. I know it's a month later and it is literally a month later. But, but. We had good reason, and we'll get into it a while, you know, the holidays, and yeah. my holidays, and the life in general, but... Life happens, man, but, but now it's ju- 2020. But just like that, it's 2020, and just like that, the Toronto Raptors... Your Toronto Raptors, my Toronto Raptors, our Toronto Raptors... Next man up. Next man up. And you know, and we'll we get survived. into it, but we man, I'm, I'm proud of our guys. So, yeah. it's 2020... So let's get into it, because yeah. this is Trap Chat Alley Oop, and we're live pretty much in anywhere you can find a podcast, iTunes, you can find us on Google Play, Stitcher, I know I'm missing places. Of course, you can always find us on Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College as well. Anchor.fm slash TCAO, that is our home. Yeah, hashtag TCAO. Anything, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Yeah, man. Hashtag TCAO and you will find us. Yep, we're there. Anyway, let's get into it. Yeah. Toronto Raptors, man. Yo. All right. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. The kid. Oh, shit. Oh, now run that back. Run that back, man. You gotta run that back. Run it back. All right, run it back. All right, we're gonna run that back. We have a lot to run back. But here's the thing. We're not going to do this as a traditional trap chat because um, it's a lot in between. We were gone for a month. See, uh, you know, the holidays came into effect where it was Christmas time. Michael, had, you know, Mr. Mikey Charlie had a few things he had to do. And then after the holidays, I've been gone for two weeks. He went away. So... Although we were, you know, away, we never were too far from our Toronto Raptors. Trust me. Of course we were not. Never, never. So we will. So we will run that back, but it's going to be a little different than normal because we're not going to get into every game. We're just going to talk a bit about the the general play and a couple things that stood out over the last few weeks. Yes, the Toronto Raptors are situated right now number three in the East. They are thirty and fourteen. Eight and a half back from the Bucks, but they're only one game back from the Miami Heat. So this is the thing that I wanted to talk about the most, is that 
although we are, you know, missing, I don't know how many man games already through to injury, um, we're right in the hunt to be basically be the exact same place we were last year yeah, at this I, time. At this point, I'm, I'm pretty confident the Raptors are going to finish second in the East behind uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. You're confident? Yeah, I'm confident. I am confident. I think we both picked them to be third or fourth. I can't remember in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're fourth anymore, but I do think they might fall that certain third spot. Um, I do believe Miami falls back a bit, so they're not going to be that second place spot. So who's going to be number two? I don't know, man. I, I, I still think that one of them, Philly or Boston, one of them two teams. Nah. Or, or Listen, um, you might be right. And, and Remember, the Raptors have gone through the, the hardest part, part of their schedule. And, and, you know, and that was with a skeleton crew at times. And you know, and they're I'm, at full strength now. And even I'm, when they're not even playing good, they're still winning games. You're right. I, I hear you. And I, I, I'm just trying to be... You know, be their advocate, you devil's know, advocate. Devil's advocate, but the truth is, I hope that they they play. Like, I hope they clean the I'm, table. You know I'm confident. I I feel that they'll end up maybe like a four games behind uh, Milwaukee in wow. the second. Place. I hope you're right. That's hope what that's right. what I feel. That's what I feel. So I feel real say, confident so, about this team. So you think 60 wins? I think it's within reach. I don't know if they're going to quite get there because, again, all the man games that they lost earlier in the season. The season's obviously more than halfway done now. Yep. So, it's not impossible. It's within range, but I'm saying more like a 58, 59. Fair enough. That's what I'm saying. I, listen, regardless, I said since the beginning of the season, and so did you, they're going to end up with home court advantage. That's for sure. Yes. If they end up second, right? If they end up second, it puts us in the same situation as we were last year, which means we we, we face Milwaukee again in the Eastern Conference well, Final. Final. Well, yeah. Uh, honestly, the, the one and two seeds in the East are kind of crucial because if you fall lower than that, you're going to be facing a team that's in at least in the standings just as good as you. That's the way it's shaping up to be. If you look at teams number two through number six, the Toronto Raptors are number three, 30 and 14. Heat are 31 and 13. If you go all the way down to number six, the 76ers, who we beat last night. Yeah. But they're still 29 and 17. And so they, haven't, they haven't been very healthy either. Yeah, that's well, a lot of the Eastern Conference teams uh, haven't been healthy. That's a three-game spread for between five teams. And five teams, yeah. So it's going to be tight. And I was looking at the, the standings yesterday, and they're pretty much what we expected. Um... You know, one, give or take one or two teams on either side, on either division. Yeah. We, we expected, obviously, Golden State to be better, obviously. But, I mean, I, how about this? I don't like to speak on Golden State. I actually am shocked that they're this bad. I'm not shocked. Think about it. They don't have Curry. They don't have Klay Thompson. Uh, Draymond Green has even been in and out of the lineup. They're running with a lot of young guys who are still kind of getting their... NBA wings growing, you know? So, I'm not that surprised uh, considering the circumstances. Uh, Terrence Davis, first year. Boucher, second year. Van Vliet, third year. Yeah. Uh, let, like, let, let's be honest here. Uh, nah, man. Like, Golden State is supposed to have been a, like a really powerful franchise. I hear you that they had a uh, a group of guys who are the best in the world at the time. Yeah. But 
it's more than that. They were supposed to have something solidified as a as a dynasty. Like that was well, the name, the, the word that was yes, thrown around. Yes, but that's based on mainly their all stars that were there. They were that are there, but they're just injured right now. Like they don't have the same system as the Raptors have. And, that, and I think that's one thing a lot of people take for granted. The Raptors, they don't just have a great team, they have a great system. Like, when you think of the Raptors, it's a lot like San Antonio. You know, it's not like uh, Cleveland Cavaliers when they had LeBron James. You know, this, the Raptors are more of a San Antonio system team. San Antonio has made the playoffs for the last, what, 20 years? And they still have a chance this year, despite they're, how they're low... They're tied for the eighth spot Despite right how now. low their talent level is right now, they still have a chance to make the playoffs again. And that's a system. I agree. You feel sorry for DeMar? I feel sorry for him, man. I, I like He's doing his thing in San Antonio. I'm not going to knock him, man. He's doing his thing. I know a lot of people... Not like his numbers are... As good, if not better, than they were in Toronto. That's not what I'm saying. More, a little bit more well-rounded. Round, well-rounded. Yeah. But you're talking I'm, about the situation that he's in. I'm just like getting up to go to work every day. You know. I'm, I mean, in the broader scheme of things, no. But I, I still feel it. You know, because he was with the Raptors, and we've been making the playoffs. Like not just making the playoffs, but comfortably in the top three for the last how many years? Especially when he was here too. And then he kind of gets knocked down to a Spurs team that are kind of on the tail end of that dynasty. So in that respect, I do feel it for him. But hey, this is the NBA, man. He has a great job. He's doing what he loves to do. So I can't feel that bad. I hear you. And and that's where, you know, I'll always stand. Like, these guys, they're, they people go and they hate their jobs as cleaners. They got to clean toilets or sewage or something. That's a crappy job. Let's be honest here. Literally. No, no pun intended. And, but at the end of the day, like, DeMar DeRozan, as crappy as his team is, his situation in life ain't so bad. Yeah, and, hey, his team is still fighting for a playoff spot, as I said. So, he could have been worse. He could have been on Minnesota, you know, or, or a team that, even look at Portland. Portland's struggling. A team that you thought would be kind of more I mixed. thought, yeah, I thought they were a good third or fourth in, in the Western Conference. Yeah, so, uh, could have been, it could always be worse. It could have been worse. So the Raptors have won a bunch of games in a row. So like five straight wins. Five straight. So I was in Jamaica, down south, and I was watching all the games. Like I watched every game, even though except for the 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 blowout blowout game the other night. I missed that one because I was in the on an airplane on the way back. But I watched all the other ones, including the last loss. Mm-hmm. I, and that loss made me so angry because they just threw the game away man it was ugly and see the things that the raptors they and all i think almost all there might have been one or two losses where they got like a 10 points or more loss but other than that they've been in the game and as you said like they probably should have won some of those games that they ended up losing well i think they were on like a two or three game winning streak before that loss so i'd like to know actually i'm curious i have to look that up the no they've, they've been in like a win-loss pattern it's, it's like lose win lose win lose win lose and then now they're on a five-game win, win, win streak win. Yeah. okay so uh, you know they were getting guys back you know chemistry and stuff like yeah, that so um out of the last few games what's one thing that stood out for you 
Norman Powell. Straight Remember? Up. Let's rewind it back to the beginning of the season. Remember we had a little thing we're talking about like I think we did a trap ground. Yeah. One. Powell versus Powell versus Ananobi. Yeah. And so I OG think was running away with it. And I early. think Ananobi. And Ananobi was running away with it. And I was rubbing it in your face yeah. the first couple yeah. weeks. So now I have to come back and I have to ah, tell you man. you need to understand the grind, my friend. Wow. You need to understand listen, the grind. Listen, Norman Powell has been nothing but steps from brilliant since brilliant. he's been back from injury and even, and even just before, before yeah, yeah even just before he got he went out for injury he's kind of hit the pavement running since yeah he's back and we you know we talked in that trap ground yeah i know you're about consistency exactly exactly and and we knew he had this i knew he had this mm-hmm. but we called him the milwaukee killer yep Remember, he won that series yep. for Toronto, the first I remember game. a few seasons back, he provided a spark against Indiana. Indiana as well, yeah. that's right. And at the end of the day, we knew he could do this. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to see it on a, night on a in, day-to-day night basis. basis. And now, exactly. the last five games, I, honestly, I, I guess we will have to you know, mention some, some uh, fantasy, although... I don't want to. Um, <laughs> I went looking for Norman Powell, and I noticed somebody had him. Oh, yeah, you know, so, somebody had to uh, so, pick him up because uh, listen, Mr. Fred Mikey, Van Vliet went down. Mr. So Mikey think, Charlie picked up Van Vliet, and it was off, paying off to be a hell of a move because yeah. dude is shooting almost 50% from the field. Mm-hmm. He's shooting, like, on average, five, four, three, three threes, four yeah. threes a game. He's just, he's lighting it up. Yeah. And, and watching him as a Raptor fan, yeah. Warms my heart beyond belief because I believe he is a raptor true through and through. Um, you know, we might we're gonna talk about trades in a bit. Yeah. I hope this is the first time I said this. I hope they don't trade it. And see that this is the whole thing. The hardest thing about trading is that you need to trade when players' values are high. But then when the players' values are high, you don't want to trade them. So that's why, honestly, being a GM is like hats off to GMs because that's what they have to deal with. That's their reality. Well, and they have to make those big well, calls. And then the thing is that it's all on them if it goes south. If they trade the guy off and the guy steps up even further and then the people that they get back is like yeah, a, bu- a bunch of errands and a, and a couple a basketballs. Who's Aaron Williams and Eric Williams? Eric Williams and Aaron Williams, yeah. yeah. A couple Williams, and that's what it was. A couple basketballs or something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. That's what we got from Vince yeah. Carter. Yeah. Took it took us a decade to get out of that. I crap. think it's safe to say that was a bad deal for us. Well, I'm just I, saying. I, but but it wasn't I don't blame Grunwald though. It wasn't Grunwald, it was Babcock. Oh, it was Babcock. Remember? Yeah. But I still don't blame Babcock. Whoever the GM was, my bad. But yeah. yeah. I don't even blame ba- uh, Babcock. I, I blame him for the trade he did. Not that he did the trade, it's the trade that he did. He could have definitely done better than, than that. Well, I know Masai would have got more for Vince Carter than that. Yeah, I think many GMs could have gotten more than that. But I digress. We're not talking about Vince. No, man. Who we beat the other day, too. Again, yeah. But, he had uh, a nice three near the end of yeah, the game. I was yeah, like, he's still doing his thing as an old man in the NBA. So 42? Yeah. He's older than me. Yeah. I think it was just his birthday, too. How the hell is he older than me? Hey, man. Still playing in the NBA. Still playing, my, man. My fat ass can barely put my pants on. And he's playing. He's not just sitting on the bench. No, no, he's, he's contributing. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, shout out to Vince, man. Yeah, shout out to Vince, Carter, to Vince. But, yes, yeah, the Raptors, man. We, 
and that we will talk about a little bit about fantasy later. I know you don't want to, but uh, I'm okay with it. I have to tell you how I, I came to get four Raptors on my roster, which breaks one of my main rules in, uh, in fantasy. I don't like having more than two people from any Gee. one roster. But there were circumstances that led to that. We'll talk to that about that later. But Toronto Raptors, man, gotta love this team. They stuck through those those injuries. So so I, you know Norman Powell was the obvious answer. Yes. Too. So I'm gonna tell you who, who stood out for me. And I, I mean I could be Pascal Siakam. I obviously could say Kyle Lowry because Lowry leads the NBA or was leading the NBA in minutes. Yeah. Like so so and charges. Yeah. Well, he's not anymore. Charges. Uh, somebody from I read it. He's second, and by a lot. Really? Yeah. It was yesterday. I saw it on the, on the screen. They showed a. Who just charges more than? Oh man, who was it? I'm telling you, and it, and it was a lot more. It's like eight eight or nine more charges or something. I don't know. Well, Lowry was injured, so you know. Fair, that, well, that's that's the, ultimately that's the thing, but because he gets one or two a game. Yeah. So that's what it is. He was just out for a bit. Um. But anyway, the my. Guy who I'm like yes, um, is again I mentioned him as, as Davis. Yeah, Darren. And I'm gonna tell you why. Not not because he's like a star, but we needed a backup point guard. Mm-hmm. We needed somebody to be able to carry the ball. And, and to be honest, he's more of one of those one-two guards because he can obviously shoot the lights out and he's quick off the dribble. So. But he's a guy who seems to at least understand the, the offense, uh, the way it's run. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, he reminds me of a Lowry and a Van Vliet. Yeah. Um, so what about and, Patrick McCaw? Okay, so I'm, I'm getting there. So it starts with Davis because I, I think he's been a pleasant surprise for yeah, me. Yeah, okay? for sure. Patrick McCaw, who uh, I, we need to talk about of for course, a second. Definitely. Um, he's injured again, broke his nose. Yeah, that's so, sad. That's, that's unfortunate. Um, again, bro, not again broke his nose, but again injured. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm... He gets too many minutes, in my opinion, and I'm yes. not. I'm not saying he hasn't been a good. Like he can get the Raptors into their offense, so thank God because they need somebody to do that, especially while Pascal was down and yeah. and Marcus All was down. They needed somebody to just at least so Lowry didn't have to touch the ball every time down the floor, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the last person who I really, as much as Davis is the guy, I, I'm just because I'm shocked. But the guy I want to talk about, mm-hmm. and I actually want to, I think we should put Address. some time. Yeah, we'll, time we'll, we'll run some time. We will, you know what? We'll, we'll, how about this? We're going to leave it there. Come back, and I'll talk to you about who I think we should spend some time discussing here um, uh, on Trap Chat. All right. It's important. We'll do that. All right. So, as always, my name is Alyssa. This is Mikey Charlie. This is Trap Chat Alley. We are pretty much anywhere that you can find a podcast that's hashtag TCAO and yes. also Say Radio, the voice of Seneca College. We'll be right back, all right? Trap Chat Alley Oop, the fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. So 
chat, Aliu, we are back. TCAO, I am Mikey Charlie alongside Illicit. That's right, I'm back. We're back. Yes. Basketball has never really gone anywhere. We even had a Christmas game. Yes. We, we did not talk about that. Well, I'm bringing it up now. Unfortunately, right before that, <laughs> a whole bunch of our guys, our main guys, went down. That was, uh, it wasn't the game before, or like one or two games before. I think it was two games before, but yeah. Pascal Siakam, Mark Gasol, and Norman Powell yeah, all, all went down, went one down game. in the same game. Brutal. All right, so to, to go back to where we were um, talking about in the last segment, who I think we should talk a little bit about here as a person. Here. Mr. Steady Freddy, Fred Van Vliet. Van Vliet. So, so here's why I want to talk about him. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. And I was watching the game yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he nailed, I don't know, I think it was three threes in, uh-huh. in the fourth quarter. And I I just, I don't know, up until yesterday, mm-hmm. I was fighting, do we give this guy a big contract? Uh-huh. But I can't see, I don't want him in any other damn uniform. Well, this is why I've been saying from the beginning. You know, I you know I said it. So I said, paid man the money. No, but he's not. As he's, I don't think he's worth the max, and this is the problem because he's gonna want a lot of money, man. He is. And deserves a lot of money. He deserves it. I don't know. I'm on the fence here, but I feel like we need to sign him. You need to sign him, man. You need you need to sign him. The money Fred is Van a Vliet, lot, steady, ready. But look what he's doing. shoes. He is the next guy after Lowry. Whenever Lowry decides to hang it up or if he gets traded, I'm, I'm just putting it out there. I'm not saying I want this or it's going to happen, but it won't whatever. Happen, but yeah. If he gets traded or whenever he retires, whenever he leaves the Raptors in whatever capacity, Fred Van Vliet is the next. He is the next Lowry. He, he is the next Lowry. He's cut from the same cloth. He is Lowry 2.0. He's Lowry 2020. It's very, that was good. It's, very, it's Freddie Van Vliet worth $35 million a year. I think he's earned it, man. Like, what can you really? what what can you say about Freddie Van Vliet that says that he's not worth it? It's not, you know he's gonna get better. It's not he's like he's gonna backslide. You already know his work ethic, you already know his mentality. You know he's going up. You know his his, his arrow is pointing yeah, up. Yeah, okay. He's not but, pointing and, sideways. And, and it's the same same knock that you, like you make a good point that Kyle Lowry like he's a very good comparison, right? Obviously, and that's why the Raptors signed him. They love this guy because he's the same kind of guy. He mm-hmm. is cut from the same. Mm-hmm. But the same things that plagued Kyle Lowry throughout his whole career are gonna plague plague Fred, Fred Van Vliet. Size, size, uh-huh. and quickness, and. And at some point, it does catch up to them, unless they learn how to play like Kyle Lowry, which who throws his body around like a big man. And, and but do you see how that Fred Van Vliet is attacking the rim? I okay. I was actually talking more on the defensive end. Defensively, because, okay. Because I agree that, but there's been other guys. Allen Iverson used to throw himself to the hoop too. Like guys, mm-hmm. there's been small guys that can be good scorers. Even mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. Like there could be in today's world. Like there could be some good guys that are tiny scorers. But Kyle Lowry is is a form Hall of Famer defender. At the end of the day, like he mm-hmm. he's. 
how many, like you mentioned, the charges. He might be second right now in the NBA, yeah. but he's led the NBA for like the last three or four seasons. He's, I'm pretty sure he's leading in charges per game. Maybe, maybe sure. ever. Maybe. Maybe. Like, I, I he bet, has to be up there. Like, sure. yeah, I bet it's, he's top five, I bet you, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I want, I don't, we gotta find that stat up. I don't even Go know. If, I wonder if somebody actually even like would pay attention to that stat. They but, have it somewhere in this in this day and age of stats, like stats for everything. They have it. But somewhere. my my point is, he throws that big butt around like a, like you know a lot bigger than Drops he really like is. Basketball is about size. You can be tall. You can be big. You just gotta take up a lot of space. And if you are small. Like Fred Van Vliet, mm-hmm. like Isaiah Thomas, like Kyle Lowry, like Steph Curry. You need to be quick and you need to be really crafty with the basketball. All of those guys are those things. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be the next Kyle Lowry, yeah. you need to be the, the defender that Kyle Lowry is. And not be a liability on defense. So and right now, no, 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 no. And let me finish. But you're talking after Lowry's gone. I'm yeah. saying he is not a liability right now. He he shut Steph Curry down in the playoffs. Uh-huh. But I'm saying in the long run, mm-hmm. in three seasons from now, you're looking at a max deal we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. In three seasons mm-hmm. from now, I don't think he can still throw his weight around like someone can. Maybe he can, maybe I'm wrong, but I just feel like he's a little smaller than Kyle is. And the way he think plays... So? I don't know if he's any smaller. Size-wise, I don't I know. Don't, I don't think so. They're about the same dimensions. Um, now, Fred, I remember last year, Edson mentioned that Fred uh, Taboo, we've had him on the show a couple times, uh-huh. um, mentioned that he thought Freddie Van Vliet was the best shooter on the Raptors. Mm-hmm. He said that a couple yep, years ago. I remember. Ago. I remember him saying and, that. And I, you know, I, at the time I disagreed because I think that was Danny Green was there, and even before that, I think there was other players that I would even call Lowry. But I think he's the most consistent clutch player. Yes, that, that the that's Toronto Raptors. Very have. accurate. And very accurate. We we did, had a conversation you and I last week off air uh-huh. about a clutch player and how Kawhi Leonard whenever the Raptors really needed a bucket last year mm-hmm. they went to Kawhi Leonard and even if he hadn't scored all quarter mm-hmm. he got the basket that they needed yeah and I'm con- still concerned as I was from the beginning of the season that the Raptors go through long periods of time without scoring long periods sometimes but sometimes f- sometimes it's four minutes without a field goal that's painful to watch brother especially when the bench unit is on even sometimes the starters, but and, and that's also partly know. because Freddie Van Vliet was supposed to be that second point guard behind Kyle Lowry. He was but, supposed to be, but he's he's as good enough off the ball, and he sh- his shooting percentage is high enough that they can keep him on the starting lineup. But that allows, going back to my guy, the Terrence Davis situation, they needed somebody to mm-hmm. fill that role, mm-hmm. and I think Davis has done it. Impeccably, yes, and and will only get better because mm-hmm. he makes good basketball decisions. And again, they, a lot of body types similar to Fred VanVleet and Kyle Lowry, like Small guy, but he's actually very quick. Yeah, and and I think he's a little more athletic than those for other sure, two guys. For sure, for sure, not no no thinking. That's definitely. You know? 
And and that allows for again on the defensive end for guys to be stay in front of like he can stay in front of guys. It allows for a longer career. And so is Fred Van Vliet worth the going back to the question, is Freddie Van Vliet, Steady Freddie worth the max? Yes. I say <laughs> right now, today, yes. He is. He is, man. I say they sign him to a small contract. Okay. Two years plus an option. Alright. His option or the team option? Team option. Okay. Team option. They might. Uh, they're gonna need. They're gonna need to, to to have some free agent space at that time after, man. Because they have all that room for 2021. But then they're gonna need some space after that. Because Siakam and then and Freddie Van Vliet will come off the books that year if they do that. So I say yes, but two plus option is a max. Maybe one plus one, but they give him the max. I think. I think as a gesture and the way it should be, as the Raptors to show that they, you know, they value what he's done for the franchise and he's done a lot, mm-hmm. then you give him the, the max just like you did Lowry this past year. Yeah. And and you move forward and and it's possible that, he, you know, at least you know that he, you got an all-star. Probably if he if he was healthy all year this year, yeah, I think he would have. He been probably legit, would have been legitimately yeah, in that discussion all-star. as well. Yeah, it's all star. Um, same as Siakam last year. Siakam was injured for part of the beginning of the season, and it didn't. He didn't get enough games in to really show. We knew. We talked mm-hmm. about it that he could have probably been there, and we said Ibaka too last year. Yeah. Time. And even, well, Ibaka, again, like, I'm not saying he should have been an all-star, but he's been playing amazing, man. Like, I don't know. So so we'll talk a bit about trades and stuff. And, yeah. And, and I think maybe Ibaka might be the one that is the odd man out here in the long run. Um, but I, the question here was, if it's Freddie worth the max, I say yes. Indeed. I never had a doubt. I've been saying that from quite a while. So when do they do it? When do they lock him up? Yeah. Well, I mean. They could do it now. I think you wait till the end of the season, though. Do they? Yeah. But then now, all of a sudden, that plays a little more into, like, Freddie's hands. Like, ah, maybe I want to check the market. Well, I mean, he's free, too. I mean, yeah. I, guess, I, I, think, I guess if you're offering the max, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and also, I, I think just because of the way the team gave him a chance and just, you know, way Messiah, just the whole team has that aura, you know? So I don't think it's going to be a thing where like he's going to make ah, I forget you guys, we're going to go sign someone else. Like, I think he'll give them their due diligence. I think you're right. He'll look around. Yeah. So he, he has, yeah, he has the right. right to. Yeah. I would. But I think the Raptors are offering, offering the max that he'll come back. That's I, think I, think. So. I think so too. Um, all right, let's talk a bit about the games coming up. Yeah, so let's look at the, a little bit about the, the Raptors' future. Um, like you were mentioning earlier, like the hefty part of our schedule has been taken care of now. Like the hard, hard part. Yeah, it gets, it goes, it's going downhill from here. We've had the uphill battle, but it, and it, we still have a couple, like you know, tough stretches, but they don't last as long as, yeah. as this one here was. Exactly, especially with the, uh, the thinning, the thin lineup and all that. You know? Well, listen, I know hopefully, all about a thin hopefully, lineup. Hopefully, we'll stay healthy. But um, our next opponent is the lowly New York Knicks tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, 7.30 on so, the road. So the Raptors are going to win this game. But I'll be honest, the other night against Atlanta, I got a little worried. 
honestly, so let me tell you about that game. I never actually watched the game, but I was following the game because I, I had work. It was uh, Martin Luther King Day in the States, so it was an early game. I had work. On my way home, I was following the game. Fourth quarter comes. The Raptors had like a 15-point lead with like three minutes or something like that. It was four minutes and something. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, good. The Raptors, they, 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 they pulled this one out. Cool. And I saw Norman Powell hitting threes. I'm like, okay, perfect. Come home, my girlfriend had the game on. So like, I walk in the house, I'm hearing the game. I'm thinking, okay, maybe they're showing highlights or something. I don't know. But then it keeps going on. Like It sounds weird. Like They're talking about like serious stuff. So I'm like, what's going on? I walk into the to the living room. Then I look at the score. It's a like three-point game. I'm like, is this the same game? Is this like a rewind? Like I was so confused as to what was happening. So I was so sure the game was over. But that just shows to show you in the NBA, it's never over until it's over. Trey Young voted as an all-star starter and all-star team. He's the man. He played really yeah. well. I game. think he's an all-star. I don't know about started by me. He got voted in, so I'm not mad at him. I, I like Trey Young. I like Trey Young from the beginning of his rookie season. It's uh, fun to watch. Yes, he is, man. It's fun in the Um, so yeah, I think the Knicks shouldn't be a, a challenge for the Raptors. I think we're winning this game. I think that that we're, we're moving our our win streak to six. Yeah. After that, we play the San Antonio Spurs on the road on Sunday. Now that that could be a tough game, you know. Pirtle has, be- has emerged to become a, a real efficient rim protector. And in and San and I think that's so what, what you kind of saw in his projection, even with the Raptors. You know, it's the first season, two seasons yeah. with the Raptors. You kind of saw that he had that potential. potential. And he's, yeah. he's filling it out. He's doing well in uh, San Antonio. I, San Antonio. I, I like. I always liked him, and. Um, it's going to be a, a little tougher of a game, especially because of the way the last one was. Um, but I yeah. think but I think the Raptors, they, they're going to pull them this one out. Yeah, and remember, the Raptors are now at full, full health. And now, yeah, yeah. by that time, players will have other reps. You know what? Coming to think of that, we have to remember you're talking about like the, the players that kind of like stood out to you. Shout out to Marc Gasol, man. Marc Gasol, since his coming back from injury... He's playing like the Marcus Gasol that we saw, See, that we were imagining yesterday. As part of the rap fadeaway jump shots yeah. and stuff from the post. That like, See, yeah, this is the Marcus Gasol. This is the Marcus Gasol that we all wanted. And what? I think he, I think he just needed rest. Like he obviously won the championship with the Raptors. He played all summer, won the FIBA championship. You know, so I think he's one bright side in my fantasy right now. Yeah, I think he's finally rested and now he's ready to go. Yeah. But yes, back to uh, what we're looking at. So the Raptors are playing Atlanta again on um, Tuesday. So see, like this could be another three wins in a row here. Yeah. I think it should be. I think it ought to be. I'm going to say more likely than not, it will be. Um, Again, I think San Antonio would be the highest chance of it not being a win. But I'm, again, I'm, I'm going to be very optimistic. I'm going to say 3 no. Yeah, me too. So that, that would make our win streak to 8. Yeah. And, like, we're only a couple games back out of where we were last year. That might even bring us pretty damn close. Yeah, so. and even looking further ahead, like, I'm just going to read it out. Then the Raptors play Cleveland and Another. Detroit in a back-to-back. And then Chicago. Before they play Indiana, like a home. But home still, that's Indiana, another that's five like games around yeah. down the road here. So, honestly, man, I, I like the way the schedule looks for for the rest yeah, of January. Yeah, yeah. You know, even going like going throughout the rest of the year, as we said, like 
the, the heavy lifting, most of the heavy lifting has been done. Especially when you have like back to back to back games, games like well, the other night, like the, the travel was crazy. They were like three or four nights, uh, three games in yeah, four, four nights, nights or yeah. something. Yeah, so that's too much. Yeah, but they won. Yeah, and again, after all that, the Raptors are thirty and fifteen, and they're looking at a favorable schedule all the way uh, moving forward. So again, as I said, number two in the East, I'm, I'm feeling. And uh, they have a really good chance to have a nice run into the playoffs. Well, I guess that's it for now. Let's until we get back here. Yeah. Um, remember, you can always find us pretty much anywhere that there's a podcast. Hashtag TCAO. You know? Yeah. Uh, Anchor.fm slash TCAO. Uh, Spotify. Anywhere you listen to your podcast. Hashtag TCAO. Search us. Find us, follow us, subscribe. Pretty much all of those things. You can also find us on State Radio, The Voice of Seneca College as well. And tell a friend to tell a friend to follow. (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. This is Trap Chat Alley presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. And by the way, we are the best fans in the world. I don't care what anybody says. If anybody did not watch us in the playoffs, And we, and we need to build a culture for our fans, and that culture is winning, 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 winning. winning. Trap chat, alley you. Yep, my name is Alyssa, and I'm here with my good friend Mikey Charlie, as we always do, but we haven't always been doing, really, I guess. It's been, I think it's been like five weeks, maybe. Yeah. Four weeks, at least. I think even five weeks since we did one of these. Yeah, it's been a little while. But been, we're back. It's been since last decade. <laughs> yeah. Since we've done one of these. But yes, we are back talking Raptors ball. We're gonna talk a little bit about like the general NBA talk, and, yeah. and I wanted to start with um, I wanted to start with some of the trade talk because okay. we're coming up to the trade deadline here. My first question to you is this: Are we buyers or sellers? Well, I mean, we do have a plethora of talent, so we could definitely be sellers. But we wouldn't just be sellers to be sellers. We'd be sellers to be buying something in return. Um, as for what we would need or what we would be looking for, I know you are, you know, you're very concerned about the Raptors' lack of scoring in terms of they go through lows. In my mind, though, their biggest need is rebounding. I feel rebounding, if they could conquer that issue, like the times where they go through lulls without scoring like that would be a non-issue because the Raptors play really good defense and if you watch games you'll see they go through like a great defensive stand lasting whatever 21, 22, 23 seconds in the shot clock you know the team forces a pretty tough shot of the opponent just for the opponent to offensive rebound and reset the Raptors have I don't have the stats in front of me, but I know they're not at the top of the league. No, not at all. I, I on rebounding. Listen, rebounding is, is something, especially offensive rebounding, is something that the Raptors need to address. I agree. So, we'll stay there first. Do you think that Drummond is the answer? Drummond is not the ideal answer. He's an answer. And I'm not completely opposed to it. I'm not saying I'm loving it. I'm not opposed to it. 
I'll consider it in, in my opinion. He's not the perfect answer. That's how I, I would put it. So the follow-up question is then, who's the answer? That's available. See, that's that's a that's a question though. Like I don't know who I don't know who are sellers, who are buyers. Right, in a dream world. I, in a dream world, if you want me to say, I don't know how. Obviously, the books would be a different thing, like how you make the salaries match. But I wouldn't mind seeing Carl Anthony Towns here. Oh God, I, I don't think that's happening. Minnesota. I, the, obviously, the, the GM I, just said he's untouchable, so it's not. Yeah, happening. I know. Well, he's trying to raise the, the the value, but I mean, honestly, Minnesota has to do something sooner or later. That equation is not working out. It's well, not gonna happen. I, I'm obviously I'm not opposed to your 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 dream. Yes, of course. I know well, I'm smoking a little something. But, but it's a dream. It's a dream. You said without any, you know, uh, reservation. Enough, so enough. that's a guy that I think would be very good on the Raptors. Alright, I, I do believe as you, you stated I, I do believe that scoring is their biggest problem. Um we the last maybe the last podcast we did do we talked a little bit about what the Raptors needed there and and, and some of it's still the same. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that they need somebody maybe like a Bradley Beal um, or someone like a CJ McCollum or even like a Chris Middleton. So I, okay, but what would the price be? Well, it's a question. So, all right. oh, fair enough, fair enough. It. So, uh, as you said, to, to be buyers, you need to be sellers, right? Mm-hmm. So, to get someone like an, anyone of that caliber... Because I think all those guys kind of fit in that same caliber, I would say. No, mm-hmm. right? Um, well, they're not—they're not perennial. They're not like the best players in the NBA, but at the same time, they're all all stars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're all guys that can defend their position and shoot the three yeah. very efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, who do the Raptors give up? I think Serge Ibaka has to be in the deal. Okay. I also think that it's one or the other of our trap ground there. Either Norman Powell or OG Ananobi. One of those two have to be in the deal. And I think I'm more comfortable at this situation than today. You may ask me this in a week from now. I may, I may change okay. my mind. Fair enough. But today, I'm, I'm saying when we trade OG, I think he has a higher trade value. And... And then you probably got to throw in, I don't know, Malcolm Miller or something. So we'd be giving those three up for one guy. Yeah. See, I don't know if I'm with that, though. Like, I understand. You're you're looking at, I'm talking a guy like Bradley Beal. No, I understand. I do understand. I I get it. I understand it. But I don't know if it's worth it, man. I I know what you're saying. I understand it. I get it. But I just don't know if it's worth, like... I don't know, man. I don't know if it's worth it looking into the playoffs, considering the types of matchups we might be facing throughout the playoffs. You might want that depth that we have. And as as I said it myself just now, you have to give something to get something. I understand. But I don't know, man. Um, A lot of people have been calling for for Gasol's head, and I think that's ludicrous. I think they shouldn't trade him. Yeah, Gasol, especially the way he's playing now. And and people have all been since the beginning of the season, and we even discussed it at the beginning of the season, that maybe by this time that we know Kyle Lowry might be an option. But it's on him. Uh, The Raptors are not trading Kyle Lowry unless he asks to be traded. And, And if that happens, it may happen next year. I don't mm-hmm. think it's happening this year. I yeah. think you're, you're I, I have this real sinking gut suspicion that Kyle Lowry 
becomes a, you know, retires as a Hall of Famer, as a Raptor, and he just moves straight inside the front office or the coaching staff? Yeah. Um, to be honest, when you think about the trades with, with regards to the Raptors, it really comes down to how Masai Ujiri slash Bobby Webster are thinking. Are they thinking, yes, we're going to go all in, we're going to try to repeat this year as champions? Or are they more of the long term? You know what? But here's the thing: they, they've let's never set up for a longer. But even the Kawhi window. situation, let's like let's not be those American talking heads. Like we knew last year that although Kawhi Leonard gave us a much better chance of winning the title, it we were still set up long term. We were saying even if Kawhi leaves, we'll be okay. Yeah. And where are we a year later? Yeah. Kawhi is gone. And we're yeah, fine. Okay, I, so, I, so do I think we go all in? Not at the expense of making our franchise worse. Like, well, we are not the LA Clippers who yes. are now complaining about preferential treatment to Kawhi Leonard and and Paul George. So yeah, already, I I think the Clippers have a good chance this year. But like, after, honestly, after the next two years, they're gonna be a, a shit show. Honest. Like after everything said and done, uh, brother. Unless, after next year, they're good. They might be the worst team in the NBA. Oh yeah, for they for, might be the Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, and to okay. be honest, the Pelicans are shocking me, man. Or the Pelicans, the the OKC, like OKC Thunder, been a, a pleasant surprise. Um, what about let's quickly talk about Mr. Zion last night? Yeah. Seventeen yeah. straight points. Four was it? Four, five, three. Four for four. He's four for four. Yeah. Man. I, I watched the first half and he had a couple points, but then I was tired, so I went to sleep. I obviously watched the highlights this morning. Yeah, my man went off, man. He, he is an ugly shot, been, but yeah. apparently it's effective. Hey, that's what that's what counts. It goes <laughs> in the basket, right? And honestly, man, I I'm hoping that his injury situation will not be. He's not Greg Golden. Yes, yes, perfectly said. I hope he's not Greg Golden or Brandon Roy. Well, you know, yeah, like, absolutely. I hope he manages to persevere. He definitely needs to, to lose weight. I know since he's been injured in the beginning of the season, they've been working on him on how he lands or how he jumps. Because considering all, all the weight and his physicality, because he's the way a bit he, of a big guy. Yeah, yeah but also just the, the torque that he uses to I mean, launch off. He ain't off Oliver the floor. Miller, but he's pretty damn close. Yeah. The way he lands is very important. That uh, he's impressive. Russell Oliver. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a go. <laughs> um, but yes, you, you understand. Hopefully, the injuries will not be an issue for him. Jeff Teague was traded back to to the Atlanta Hawks. Back to the ATL. Um, we were laughing about this before the game or before the the show here. And you know, I, poor guy in one run regard, but Minnesota was terrible too. So. So yeah. all I can say, at least it's more fun to be rich in Atlanta. That, that is true. <laughs> you don't have to deal with the snow like how Minnesota got snowed in the other day. I mean, we got some of it, but Minnesota really got hit. So, you know, I think you'd rather be in Atlanta for sure. And, uh, we mentioned Drummond. DeMar DeRozan, LaMarcus Aldridge, they're also, you know, in talks Names. there. Yep. Um, I've seen JJ Reddick's name thrown around. Yep. Kevin Love. Kevin Love's name thrown around. Uh... And it's been a relatively quiet so far, but it, I think it'll start heating up yeah. soon. Though. Yeah, the de- deadline's coming up very fast. Two weeks, right? Yeah, right? very fastly approaching. So I'm sure you'll be hearing more and more rumors and even some trades starting to go down. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. All right, so that's it. We got one more uh, 
break here to get to yeah. before you know the formality stuff before we yeah, yeah, we can talk, talk a little bit about fantasy we'll here. Talk a little bit about fantasy. I know. I'm not avoiding it. I'm not avoiding it. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back in a second. You can find us anywhere. Hashtag TCAO that you can find podcasts. Look us up. Add us. You know. Su- right. subscribe, subscribe, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know. If you ever want to add your two cents, by all means, you can hit us up on Twitter, on Facebook, pretty much anywhere. So... You can also find us on State Radio, The Voice of Seneca College. All right, we'll be right back. Trap Chat Alley Oop. The fans plug for all Raptors talk and more. We serve it up and throw it down. Yes, Trap Chat Alley Oop. Season four, right? It's season four. I am Mikey Charlie. Wait, wait, it's season four. Crazy. <laughs> season four. four. We've, we've done this for four seasons. Four seasons, man. And if you listen to some of the old shows, which I did do a little while ago, man, we've come a long way. Hey. Production value. We've come a long way. The Raptors, Raptors have way. come a long way. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. As I said, I am Mikey Charlie alongside Illicit. That's me. So. We are going to talk some... <laughs> if we really got to do this, we'll do this. Ah, uh, man. Yes. So, um, as you guys... If you have listened to our past years, we always... I always touch on fantasy. And, and honestly, I am always top three in fantasy basketball. Like, for the last decade, I've won probably four times out of those ten years. Last year, I came in third. Mm-hmm. The year before that, I came in second. Um, I'm always the top three team. Always. And I don't know where we are right now, but I wouldn't be very surprised if I am absolutely dead last right now in our fantasy basketball. Yeah, you're, you're not doing too good, um, friend. So, in my defense, I've had between four and six and seven players on the injured list all year. The only three weeks I didn't, I won 10-2, 9-3, and 11-1. So, if my teams were healthy, even semi-healthy, because I knew Oladipo wouldn't be back, yeah. so I knew, but even if they were semi-healthy, it would have made a difference. And, you know, we changed the rules up a little bit this year with no trades, and and it, I'm not blaming it on that. Like I have the same rules as everyone else does. Yeah. But it made it a little more difficult when trade when my injuries came about yeah. for me to really be competitive because yeah. I didn't want to dump guys. For instance, I dumped uh, dumped Ibaka right off the top. You picked him up, and he's yeah. been a double double machine. I could have used that and, easily. And the day I reactivated him, he actually won the week for me. I remember that it was like a, a Sunday, and. It's a game time decision whether he would play or not. And then he ended up being active. So I, I was debating should I put him in because, you know, it's his first game back. I don't know if he's going to do anything. I decided, you know what, let me put him in. And he won the game. He got me the one defensive rebound that I needed. <laughs> Man, happy. so anyway, I, even tonight, I have five or six guys on the injured list tonight. Yeah. I, earlier in the season, I was going through the same thing. I was going through the, the injury bug. Yeah. 
This has been but, the worst injury season for me of all time. I am glad to say I am mostly injury free, although I did pick up Dwight Powell the same game that he went down. Oh, that's painful. On his, his ACL. He's playing well, too. It sucks. Yeah, man. Hopefully he recovers fully from that. Yeah. Um, it's sad to see that. Yeah, but, yes. He's out for the whole season. I hope yeah, he's, he's out. He's, he's, he's out. Oh, yeah, I did. I <laughs> dropped him and I picked up JaVale McGee, who's oh. out with the flu today. Great. Thank you. Thank you. But you know what? I can't complain that much because previously, like the past how many, how long, I was steady in the seventh place, eighth place in our league. It's a 10 team league. And right now I'm in fifth. I jumped two spots this past week. I've been doing really well. I started to make a run and then the injuries hit me again, man. As I said, I currently have four Raptors on the roster and that was not by design. I do love my Raptors. But I do have a general rule in fantasy to not have more than two guys from any one roster, which is the way it was originally. I had draft, well, I had Siakam as my holdover from last year. I drafted Van Vliet, which is a very good draft pick. But then these guys started getting injured, not just them, but other guys on my roster as well. And um, Van Vliet went down and I decided, oh, well, first, before, as you said, you had dropped Ibaka. And I was going through a lot of injuries at that time. I was like, you know what? Let me pick up Abaka. I pick him. I picked him up like the week before he became active, because I knew he was going to become active soon. Great pickup, man. Especially the second time he came back, he, he's been like double doubling, like crazy, up until when Mark Gasol rejoined the lineup. But Norman Powell, and this remember, I already had three Raptors on the roster at this point. Van Fleet went down. I needed a guard. Norm Powell's playing pretty good. I'm like, you know what? Let me roll the dice. I'll probably pick him up for the rest of this week and then, you know, switch him off for somebody else. Roll the dice, this guy went off, but he kept going off. To the point that even when he got injured, I'm like, do I drop him? But I still have injury, you know, I injured reserve spot. Must be nice! Yeah, I threw him on the injured reserve spot. He He's now healthy. I threw him back in and he's still paying dividends. I have tonight, I have four guys that are eligible for that injury reserve spot. Man, that's that's rough, bro. <laughs> that's rough. That, that is rough. That's tough times for you, brother. But I am, I'm, honestly, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Like, the last few weeks, I've been winning, like, 8-4, 9-3, you know? Uh, this, see, this year, or this week, I'm hoping, again, I always hope high, Hoping for a 10-2 is probably going to be more like an 8-4. Possibly. Listen. I'm hoping for the best. I, I don't know. At the end of the day, I've kind of written this season off already. Thank God my real life is pretty good. <laughs> Otherwise, you would uh, not be... be depressed, you know, because it kind of sucks. And it's also, I'm a Raptor fan first before before a fantasy player, too. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so as long as my Raptors are doing good, I, I, I can still love basketball. It's yeah. So what, listen... One year out of ten, honestly, the last I'm thinking it's more than ten because I was playing this in the fan at you know you're looking at 15 years ago, mm-hmm. so it could be even literally like I this might be the worst that I ever came in in 15 years maybe like mm-hmm. it's, it's a rough one but nobody's perfect. <laughs> That's how, and my, do, listen, man. my roster's good. Yeah, like the players I have, if they're yeah. healthy, they're really good. Yeah. Butler, Westbrook, George, Oladipo, like, I have some big players on my team. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of nobody's healthy. Yeah. And even when they play, like, how long do they play for in those stretches, right? So, That's it. 
So the cookie crumbles. That is what it is. Good luck. I hope you win it. I hope so too. Yeah, I man. Hope so too. We'll see what happens. All right. So we made it through the, you know, our first show back in a while. Yes, the first one of 2020. First of many. Yeah. You know, we still got another half a season to go. Yeah. And All Star Break is coming up soon. Siakam is there already. Pretty sure uh, Lowry will be there as I well. I think Lowry will be picked as well, yeah. I'm not sure if there's any going to be anybody in any of the skills competitions for the Raptors. Maybe Freddie for a three-point competition yeah, or something. I think I that would be good. Anyway, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. So uh, much love. My name is Illicit. I am Mikey Charlie. We are Trap Chat Alley Oop. For fans. For better. For worse. Forever. All right. Peace. This is Trap Chat Alley, presented by Trap Since 95, enhancing your Raptors fan experience. Visit trapsince95.com and follow us on all social media platforms at TRAPD95. Yeah.